BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Yes, everybody. Happy Monday, everyone. And welcome to Daily Pop. Today, we're talking feuds, makeups, and breakups. And look who is here. The notorious herself, Tori. Spelling, everybody. Oh my God, I'm so excited to be here. We're so excited to have you. My hair weave is stuck in my, my I got it. <laughs> and that's Morgan Stewart McGraw. <laughs> yeah. that, that was really lame, guys. Jesus, barely what? any height. One more time. Yes. <laughs> All right. Well, let's get excited and kick things off with Jennifer Lopez. Alex Rodriguez is everywhere except on J-Lo's Instagram page. <laughs> she windexed his ass right off. She also unfollowed him. Good. As for A-Rod, he's still following Jennifer and hasn't deleted any photos of her. Why do you think she did this now? It's time. It's time. And I honestly think it was a really classy amount of time. I'm shocked mm. that she went through that entire San Tropez trip. She probably muted, right? She probably she started probably, archiving. She started archiving. She probably, yeah, she muted him. I'm sure she did something that wasn't seen to the public eye. But I think this was actually a really respectful amount of time that she kept following him. And there's no reason to keep doing it. Like, they're not together. She's very much with Ben Affleck, as we've all seen. And it was just, it felt right. What if Ben was like, it's time. We're shopping for houses. you got to do it. you got to wipe it clean. I, I think you're right. You, ben is not involved in the IGs. No, drama. but I think what happens when you get into a new relationship mm -hmm. is you get to that next level, and you kind of sort of have to get rid of the ex, especially if it was a significant relationship. But that's why I always say, you know, in the great words of the philosopher, Cardi B, ain't no ring on my finger. You ain't going on my gram. So I don't have to clean out anything. The yeah, you're right. That's a good point. No, I agree. But I also think that she feels herself, even if she was not with Ben independently, she feels very moved on from A-Rod and, like, put everything she needed to into that relationship and now is like, I'm done with you, mother mm -hmm. bleeper. When do you she think A-Rod will do the same? Well, she could have gone slowly, though. Like, one picture at a time, going way back, like, all the way down. So maybe unfollow a different day. I don't know. You know what it he did? It felt very something. all at once. I think it was intentional. I think she was just like, it's because they have been broken up for how long? For sure. And she's been with Ben Affleck for how long? It's like enough. We don't need, I don't even think of them as a couple anymore. No. Well, well, but I also knew they were never getting married. He he thought they were getting married. I definitely thought they were getting married. Really? Yes, uh, I totally thought they were going to You knew do they it. weren't, right? The moment that ring showed up, I'm like, not getting married. We've made so many bets and they have yet to be, they have yet to be paid. We, they haven't brought any of that footage back. I will give you the cash. <laughs> when I see fit. Oh, you guys made a bet? We made a bet. I said they are not going to get married no way. And I, I saw them in person and I was like, mm -mm. Oh, what? I didn't feel it. Where? What happened? 
It was behind the scenes of uh, like uh, uh, announcement, like upfronts. Okay. Mm -hmm. They oh, were there. Upfronts. Remember those? We used to go to those. Remember the upfronts? Yeah. Uh -huh. uh, back in the day. Yeah. This is like uh, two years ago, and oh, I don't early. know. I didn't. You didn't feel it. No. Do you feel it for her and Ben? I do. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. Let's move on to this okay. next story. Prompter, let's do this. <laughs> we were like, yeah. can you move? <laughs> right? Things got heated during last night's Real Housewives of Potomac after some of the ladies questioned Wendy for feeling herself. Take a look at what went down. <laughs> it's, it's totally not the Wendy that I met. Mm -hmm. It is way different yes. from Professor Wendy, um, Substance Wendy. We are often put in a box that you can not be sexy and have substance. I don't know, okay. I think I disagree okay. with I that because you will never see Michelle Obama with her boobies out. You will never see Oprah with her boobies out, right? Because you say, don't put ourselves in a box, but damn, like if you're a professor, you have to embody no, you that. No, that's, 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 that's a lie. That's who you are. That's a lie. I stand before you as someone who still has multiple degrees, who's still a professor at one the highest institution, who's still a commentator, who still does all of those things. Right. And that does not take away from any of my accolades. I mean, just because you have brains don't mean you can't have boobs, right? Uh, amen. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Right. We're both like, duh. Living proof. Yep. Right? 100%. You should be able to dress however you like. Don't you agree? I mean, a thousand percent. But I feel like it's changed. It used to be that you couldn't be taken seriously if you were sexy. It was like two different departments. And yes. now it's all a blend. It is. I agree. I think this is why Disney Channel kids go so extreme when they come out of that box. Because people can't see them as adults. That's why Ariana Grande is talking about 69ing and doing the nasty things with Pete Davidson. That's why Miley Cyrus is up there with a foam finger just it's getting true. her life on Robin Thicke. You know what I mean? I think that you almost have to go to the extreme. The thing that I don't understand is I think that Wendy just honestly got that last baby off her left breast and was like, I want to perk these bad boys up. I want to do something for myself. Amen. And it's like when men start working out or get a new cologne, all of a sudden it's like they must be cheating. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. No, I... Well, I, they probably are, but... <laughs> I just think it's like one of those things. <laughs> good for you. I really appreciated that. I um, I think, yeah, I think what she she made a really good point. Like, you, a woman should be able to dress however she would like, whatever is going to make her feel best. And that does not take away from her accolades, does not take away from her education or her accomplishments. That's it. Yeah. But how aggravating does it get for you that people just put you in the fashion entertainment zone? And like you can't, but do you like being just in those two boxes? I feel like people, I don't even know what boxes people, I try to not pay attention anymore to what boxes they put me in because. They put you in a Neiman Marcus box. Neiman Marcus box. <laughs> because I just don't even, because then you just, then you get in your head about it and you don't want to be that person. I think there, I think you do have to prove yourself over time. It's like Kim Kardashian when she started out on Keeping Up. We never thought she was going to be this like multi-hyphenate businesswoman who's worth over a billion dollars. Like, yeah. So you just have to stay the course and ignore what people say. And what about you? Yeah. Because obviously you were Tori Spelling. You had the most Still iconic. Well, yeah, one of the most iconic roles <laughs> on TV. How hard is it for people to take you as a, a actress who can do drama, actress who can do these serious roles. Really difficult. It's still next to impossible. All the time for acting projects, I hear, oh, she's too Tory. Yeah. And I'm like, 
Okay, well, but everyone else gets cast and they're too whatever. Right? Right. Tom Cruise, but you know. Yeah. He's, exactly. He's making, I can do Mission Impossible. When, I'm the okay. same way. I'm like, for a check, honey, I'll turn into <laughs> Al Roker real quick. I will be doing the weather. <laughs> I will be talking to Syria. I will be like in the in the Jordan. Yeah, you, you, know? you, you just need to, I, again, I think just stay the course and just not worry about what people say and do whatever makes you happy, ultimately. Yeah. Reinvention. You can keep doing it. Do whatever you want. Mm-hmm. Well, speaking of doing whatever she wants, a Hollywood actress is coming for Madonna. Mm -mm. Deborah mm -mm. Winger, everyone get out your Google, says she quit a league <laughs> of their own because of the material girl. Deborah was set to play Gina Davis's role, but she told the Telegraph that she thought Madonna getting cast would turn the movie into an Elvis Presley film, so she bowed out. Wow. But don't worry, she still got her check. When Deborah was asked about Madonna's performance in the movie, she pulled her petty lever and said, I think her acting career has spoken for itself. Oh, Madonna it's... has not yet commented. First of all, this movie is a classic. Uh, a best. classic. It's such a good movie. And I also feel like in this particular instance, I don't even think of Madonna as Madonna in this movie. She fades yeah. into the movie like everybody else and is just a character and I thought did an incredible job. And this goes back to what we were just talking about. Just do what makes you happy and ignore people because there's always going to be somebody that comes back how many years later talking about, no one asked. No one Debra. asked Deborah. We don't care, Deborah. De Madonna <laughs> is Madonna. So her career has spoken for itself. Well, they're rebooting it into a series. Is Deborah going to be a part of the series now? I think Deborah is. I, first she's of all, out. She's out. Deborah's out. There's no crying in baseball, so get out. She, right. she walked out. She walked yeah. out. But I think for Deborah Winger, who was a serious actress, right. in 1992, musicians didn't do movies. But every third movie you see on the docket, you know, you got Rihanna in a in a submarine. Camila Cabello now. You got doing Camila Cinderella. Cabello. Yeah, everyone's you, doing a bunch of different stuff. You had Mad Mariah doing social work. Hell, you had J-Lo playing a maid. She hadn't seen a broom in 16 years at that point. She didn't even know what a mop is. It's true. It's really true. But I also don't, I mean, don't you feel like Madonna in that movie, you weren't like, there's Madonna. No, she was great in She that was movie. great in She that really movie. was. It was a very eclectic cast. I it thought, made sense. I thought it made sense. I thought she did a good job. Oh, my God. Have you experienced anything like this before? No. Did somebody I like, left because someone, no. No, maybe somebody left because, because you were felt like you weren't the right choice or... No, I don't no. think so. That's no. good. I love that. I mean, this did happen with me once before. And it's funny enough, Gina Davis. I So it, I was supposed to be in Thelma and Louise. Wow. But yeah, yeah, I quit. And then Gina Davis got that role too. So it's like she has these two <laughs> movies. Gina Davis yeah. is doing it. Wow. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> By the way, I was like thinking, I was like going through the timeline. Like, oh, oh, I was like, like that doesn't work. And what? I'm not great at math, but I know that doesn't add up. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. well, okay. While Morgan still wraps her head <laughs> around it, we are going to go to break. But still ahead, our new interview with Ariana Grande, why she's taking aim at John Legend. Plus, are Chloe and Tristan really back together? I called it. We're on Rumor Patrol I, next. If you're right about this, it is time to go on some serious rumor patrol. Could Chloe and Tristan be getting back together? According to reports, Chloe wants to make it work again, and Tristan has promised to do better. Now, I don't know who needs to hear this. I think we're a one for one on the bets. I told you that this was going to happen again. Is this happening? I, the woman air medded her way to Las Vegas to get her ex-husband out of a brothel. She does not walk away easy. Which I do, I know she is very loyal. She does stick by her man. I, I've heard so many different variations of this reality that like, I don't even know what to think anymore. Like I'm having an existential crisis over them every day. Like I don't know if they're back together. And if they are like, then I give up.
she's gonna do it, don't you think? I do, I do, but I think it's because she wants to continue a family with him. Which, I mean, why his not? DNA I mean, make... is beautiful, he's a beautiful man. Beautiful. Drew is a beautiful baby. Beautiful. So I would keep it together just so I could have another baby with him. Also, and you're absolutely correct, because we saw in the last season of Kardashians, the embryos are already in the oven. Yeah. Like, right. they already have them in the freezer, so you're kind of damned if you do, damned if you she don't. No, and I and I fully support Chloe. If she wants to have another baby with him, she should do that. Right. And also, like, I know that she had been talking, because True is now, how old is True now? Three. Three. It's like, God, the time flies by so fast. I feel like if she wants, and also she's a great mom, she's going to be a great mom regardless of the status of their relationship. So if she wants to have another baby, she should just have another baby and do whatever makes her happy. I agree with that. And I think what she is doing now in her life that we can't really grasp is that she's accepting him for who he is. And he might not be the who best partner. He? he might not be the best lover. Mm. But for her, he's a great co-parent. Yes. He's a great person to get along with when it comes to their children. So she's like, you know what? I accept you. Like, you might not be, you know, the guy yeah. for me. You might be Jack Nicholson to my Angelica Houston. But when it comes to our <laughs> kids, you are going to be there for me. So why would I take a chance on somebody else at the age of 36? And I also think she's really in a place now, especially with the show not going on the way it was, is where she's going to do whatever she wants and really not give a shit. Mm -hmm. about what people think. Am I allowed to say that word? No, no. The, no I it. love her quotes on Instagram. No, oh, like, I got a firm no. I love it. Uh, I love it too. I love her quotes. They're I so good. I know what's going on day, day by day by her quotes. 100%. But I, also, oh, I know what Tristan did today. Something not good. It's, yes. uh, but I also don't think that they're related to Tristan. I think they're just general quotes that she like resonates with and I don't think they're all about her personal life. But like, Morgan, please, shut up. I don't think so. Yeah. Go back to your dressing room. I don't think so. Go by put the way, back in. I would love to. Trust me. Trust me. I would love to. <laughs> More rumors that we need to break down. Rumors are flying that Chef Sandra Lee could already be engaged to her new boyfriend, Ben Yosef. Now, People Mag just confirmed their relationship a week ago, but she was just spotted in Paris wearing a rock on oh, that yeah. finger. Yes. Now, as you know, she was previously dating New York Governor Andrew Cuomo, who mm. announced last week that he was resigning after a slew of accusations. I think that Sandra is pulling a good crisis PR stunt right here. I think she's found love. I think she's happy. I think she's engaged. I think she moved on. And I remember hearing about them breaking up, I feel like last year, yeah. right at the start of his sort of negative press, whenever that was starting. And I remember feeling like, that's so sad. Like, I'm upset for her. Like, I know that they were together for a long time and really, like, loved each other. And I felt them. And now I'm like, girl, get your life. Do what you want. Like, be engaged in Paris and make out with that fine man and have a he good time. Fine. Well, they, she, look at that. That is an engaged, yes. Yeah. That's an engaged well, couple. I'm a, I'm a huge fan of hers. And, you know, she's all about, she taught us, every woman, that we can make something that's semi-homemade. Yes. It's okay to use a box cake. Yes. So I don't know if she's semi-engaged or, <laughs> yeah. but she, look at these men she gets. Yeah. I mean, oh, no. like, she's putting the, the box out there. Oh, totally. No. Her box is, I mean, you know, it's there you go. in a box. There you go. <laughs> it's a good one, apparently. And she's successful. She's a great, I'm I'm all for it. I'm happy for her. Look, I don't mean to be shady, but I think <laughs> for Sandra Lee, I watched for the last year, it was 
you know, when Andrew Cuomo was on top and everybody loved him, mm -hmm. it was, this is the home we shared that I'm selling. These are the things that I have to pack up my life, my 14 years with Andrew Cuomo. All of a sudden, your man's in hot water and you don't want anything to do with him, which yeah. I understand. Don't Harvey Weinstein me right here. Mm -hmm. Do not pull me down mm -hmm. like Georgina Chapman. I just think it's very interesting that all of a sudden Andrew Cuomo is in hot water and she's already moved on. Well, I think she had been moved on for a long time. As I said, they have not been together for a while. Even if you pull that photo back up of them, if we can see it again, you can tell how unhappy they are here. Look at that. She is stiff. He is barely smiling. They Fair. are tense towards each other. You're right. This was when they were very much together. So this is probably two and a half years old, this photo. Yeah. They are not happy for a long time. And that's the one thing. Relationships, I, I've said this a thousand times. I'm sure you have had an experience. Mm -hmm. Relationships ending in the public eye does not mean that's when they end. They have ended years so or months true. prior to when people hear about it. Well, let me ask you this question. Mm -hmm. When you look back at your past relationships, mm -hmm. and I think in the moment you probably don't know what to do, but when you look at your past relationships, did they end at the moment that the public us found out or did they end months and years before? I am I go out in a loud way, so uh, yeah, I'm pretty like, on I'm the money at the time. Yeah, like, <laughs> I'm an open book, so I probably couldn't hold it in. When it was over, it was over. No, no, but, I don't mean, I, but don't you feel like emotionally you pulled away before you and now? Oh, yeah, 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 you can still be a couple, 100%. but you know in your head this relationship is over. We just haven't called it yet. Right. That's what I mean. No, that's true. I love that. Yeah, it's like they all, yeah. It's what I'm, I'm, I can't. Like, if it's over, it's over that day. J-Lo and A-Rod, when they were on that last-minute, like, rekindling vacation together, that was damn over. But Girl, they were trying to reset the right. When she put that Drake song in the background with the hoops on, that's when it was over. All right. Coming up, Dorinda Medley is here to talk about her new memoir and how she's returning to Housewives. Stay with us. You don't want to miss it. This is what I feel about tonight. No! Ah! I wanted to fight. Wait, what happened? No, no. Why okay. did you do that? Because Why no, would you do that to yourself? I'm happy. I'm happy. I never oh have a happy God. birthday. All in the name of getting these girls distracted. See what I do for you girls? Can I taste the cream from your nose? <laughs> we wanted to make it nice, and who better to do that than former Real Housewife Dorinda Medley, everybody. Hey. How are you? I am great. I thought we would have a great meta moment. The back of the cover. Oh, I And then you yeah, I it. am living for it. And before we make it nice, we have to ask you about the reports that you are going on Real Housewives season two of the All-Stars. Could it be happening? Oh, please make our day. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> if you said anything about me, Justin, you know I am not a blabber mouth. No, you never, you never leak. You never let anything come I'm out. I'm not a leaker. <laughs> I have to say, thank God this is from this up because I was rushing eating a Nutrisystem and I have a huge thing of ketchup right below here. So thank God for the white waste stuff, but I'm still doing Nutrisystem. <laughs> So you're so okay. So you're allegedly going back, uh, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And uh, and your rumored castmates are Vicky Gumbelson. Is that how you say uh -huh. her name? Brandy Glanville. Ooh, and Jill Zarin. Are you excited to spend time with them? Allegedly. Wait a second. Aren't we talking about the book? Make it nice. We're books for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Look, let's get to make it nice. Make our day and tell us you're confirmed, and then we'll make it nice. Tori. Bye. 
Yes. I do not speak out of school. Justin knows. I am. I let the you, you listen. If you people would like to manifest it, I will add into the magic of it. Okay. That's we, all I'm going to say. We, we're all about manifestation. Yes, we will manifest it. Dorinda, we're manifesting it we right now. We're going to put it out there. It's and I to we're, we just confirmed it. For that beautiful baby. She's gorgeous, Morgan and Jude Jordan. Oh, the baby Beautiful. is amazing. I can't wait to meet her when she's seven. Your new memoir, Make It Nice, comes out tomorrow. When you were writing this book, was there anything that surprised you about yourself? You know what? I always have considered myself a strong woman, but I really realized I've gone through a lot and I just kept going. I kept forging forward. I kind of had a dream and stuck to it. You know, sometimes it took a little longer to get there. But, um, you know, I have a great mom and dad. Hi, mom and dad. They're watching. Oh, I love them so much. We're, they're actually two miles away from me. And, um, you know, all good things happen if you just stay sort of true to yourself and yeah. on path. Even if you have to go through some trauma sometimes. I think, you know, transitions are good. Yeah. They make you grow. Of course. And you said on Real Housewives that that was just a slice of you. But this book is the full cake, mm -hmm, right? Mm-hmm. All of it. Whipped cream. <laughs> Topped with a cherry. Uh, we want it all. We want to eat your cake. What would be, like, as fans, Tori and I are fans. Huge. What would be something that we would be surprised to read in this book? Well, I, I think one of the things that was hardest for me to write, and I don't think I've ever really expressed on uh, the show, is that journey to before Richard passed. I think it's always easy to, not easy, but it's easier to talk about someone you know, after they passed because you put them back and that was poured light. But to actually walk through that again made me realize how difficult and how strong he was, I was, and our family was, Aww. you know? So I, it really made, gave me pause. I, when I hear stories of Richard from the show or little glimpses yeah. in interviews, Richard seems like a, temp, like a Richard Burton. Like yeah. he was that dude who treated everybody great. And you had one of your first dates at the Met Gala. What kind of like yeah. pretty woman is that? Right. It really was. Not only was it at the Met Gala, but he sat, Met Gala, but he sat me, I'll never forget it. I took it as an insult at the, at the time. He sat me like all these dresses to wear that he had sent over just in case and i was like i'm not that address i lived in london okay i've been to buckingham palace so he was like all right i'm just trying to help but no he was a quite a gentleman oh my god I and he manner. look at this beautiful legacy that he's left here do you feel like the man that you finally meet who is going to come into your life has some really big shoes to fill and that's why it's been so tough to get back into the dating game Yes, I've never been a big dater anyway. You know, I'm sort of, I, I really am a monogamous person. You know, as I always say, when anyone talks about getting sexy with me or taking me home, I always say, do you have your ID? Because we'll be going to town hall tomorrow. <laughs> yes. We're getting married, okay? <laughs> we're getting married. <laughs> okay, so that's a big joke with me. Um, yes, but you know, each relationship brings different things for both parties, you know? Hannah's father was, is perfect and was perfect for that time in my life. Richard played such a huge role in our lives. And, you know, the ne if there is a next person, who knows? I'm sure that, you know, it'll be another chapter of my life that um, will only keep adding to the story. I know. You know? Well, you guys, speaking of that you story, know. 
Dorinda's book, Make It Nice, is available for pre-order now, and it hits bookstores tomorrow. Go and check it out. Thank you so much, Dorinda. And we the love audio you. is in my voice. So the audio is in my voice. So oh, I love it. Go to sleep. Done okay. and done. And Justin and I are coming to visit, right? You gave us a room to stay in. Yeah. Yep. The yeah. fish room. Absolutely. Up next, you guys, our exclusive new interview with Ariana Grande and what she says has been so hard. And tomorrow, set your DVR because the one and only Nicole Kidman is here telling us about her new role. You don't want to miss that either. Welcome back to Daily Pop. It's time for today's Hollywood Minute. Even if you didn't love the way Game of Thrones ended, you're going to dig this reunion. Amelia Clark posted this picture of her and Jason Momoa on Instagram, writing, when your son and stars rolls into town, you check that he can still bench press a Khaleesi. Jason responded with a bunch of hearts and says he loves her forever. Disney is under fire once again. Simu Liu, who's the new star of the new Marvel movie, Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings, just called out the company on Twitter after after their CEO called the film an interesting experiment on an earnings call because it'll open exclusively in theaters. Shang-Chi also happens to be the first Marvel movie led by Asian actors, and Simu wrote that they are not an experiment. They are the celebration of culture and joy that will persevere after an embattled year. Disney has not yet commented. And love conquers all, including a 12-year fear of flying. Travis Barker swore he'd never fly again after surviving a plane crash back in 2008. But he joined Courtney and her family on Kylie's private jet this weekend for a trip to Mexico. Travis hinted back in June that he was working to overcome his phobia, tweeting that he might fly again. And that's the Hollywood Minute. Tori, I know this story really inspired you. Can you tell us why? Oh, my gosh. So my dad had a fear of flying. He was in a near-death experience in a plane that crashed. He was supposed to be on, coming back from World War II. He was 18, didn't get on the flight. They thought he had died. They were oh my God. for him. His mom said, don't ever fly again. He was 18. He never flew again. Ever. Ever? ever. So my you never flew with him ever in no. your entire time with no, him? No, he never flew again. So growing up, I grew up with a huge fear of flying. I'm terrified of flying. Because but, of your dad. Yes. But you fly. But did you get on flights as a kid or no. No, never. I didn't fly for my first time, I think, until I was 19. Wow. And screamed. And, and, and private, never. I, the other day, I took my first private flight. Terrifying. Terrifying. It's a terrifying Ooh. experience. It ain't terrifying for me. No, no, you, we know, you <laughs> love it. Wait, that is, uh, so did you not go on vacations? No. We so is that, that's why the house had to be that big, huh? Because yeah, you were like, yes, we need yes. to have a lot of rooms. There was a vacation That is room. so Every iconic, summer, by the way. they were like, here's a new wing. Oh Congratulations. <laughs> summer vacation. How crazy. Okay, and I just then realized. Kenny was like, don't go in that room. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. Don't yeah, sit not on until that next couch. summer. No, we would drive to Vegas every summer. That was the summer, like for a month. Seri where did in you Vegas. hang out in Vegas? We have other things. I'm just curious about this quickly. Oh, yeah. Like back then. And back then, it was like we were with Sammy Davis Jr. and like Frank Sinatra. And it was cool, but it wasn't. You know, now it's kid-friendly. It was not kid-friendly back then. Oh, no. You were no. going to, like, the Rat Pack in, like, oh, a yeah. dress and a bow. Yeah, exactly. Oh, my God. you yes. We're going to talk more about this tomorrow. <laughs> but Ariana Grande is joining The Voice today of this season, and she's coming for everyone, especially John Legend. Ari and her team mentor, Kristen Chenoweth, told us how they plan to win big. Woo. This is going to be an amazing season. 
It's felt so amazing so far being a part of The Voice. I love everybody's energy so much. Being able to work with Kelly and John and Blake has been so informative. And so it's like I'm learning so much. You watch it on TV and you think, you know, okay, I'm going to get in there and it's going to be easy, whatever. But it's so hard and they're so seasoned. They're so great at it. It's quite dirty now. I like it. John has been my biggest competition so far because I think we turn for a lot of the same voices. And everybody picks John, not that I blame them. It hurts. But that being said, everything happens for a reason, and I love Team Ariana. With all due respect to all of the coaches, and I'm a huge fan of all of them, and that is a fact. Ariana has been wise in her selection, and she has every single category up there. <laughs> There's not one that don't fit. Love them all so much. But good luck. Kristen is ready to help Team Ariana win this season, but would she ever consider being a coach? When I was actually asked by someone that I admire and look up to and have watched grow, of course I wanted to be here for Team Ari. I mean, that's obvious. But my goal wasn't, you know, is not to be a coach. If I were asked, of course I would be, I would consider it. And the love is strong between these two. I mean, she's the biggest star, and I would argue one of the best vocalists alive if not the best. Nope, Let not me coming speak. from you. Let I'm sorry, sorry, sorry. I'm going to say, for me, to be able to watch her become the teacher now, that is the real full circle. OMG, I cannot wait for this. Same. The Voice premieres Monday, September 20th on NBC. Mm. Now, straight ahead, money-saving tips for back-to-school week and what to do now so that your kids can go to college later. This is important stuff. It's coming up next. Welcome back. We all know that sound. It's time for back to school. And Tori, your kids are headed back soon, right? Oh my God, I call it back to hell. <laughs> yeah, this is how. <laughs> I have five kids and four schools this year, and they are all starting this week. Well, you know what? Don't need to worry because we have the person here to help you out and help get your kids ready for school. New York Times bestselling author and financial expert, Nicole Lappin is here. Thank you. Okay, Thank you. first up, college. We gotta start thinking about it now. What's the best way to finance it? And how do you find scholarships? Well, scholarships.com is a good place to start. And by the way, if you have a niche of any sort, the more narrow, the better, so there's less competition out there. But if you take nothing out of this segment today, make sure you put your oxygen mask on first before helping others. Make sure you're saving for your own retirement, for your own future, because you're not gonna be helping your kid if you're putting money away for them, and then you wanna crash on their couch and eat cat food when you're old. Like, oh, that's, that's not that's real. helpful to them. So make sure you're doing your- kids, though. They can get scholarships and you know what? And they can work and they can also probably get more student aid and things like that. That's of course, true. if you can save for them, 529 plans at your bank are tax advantaged plans that could work. Of oh, course. Gee. Now I need to know this because I have a teenager going into high school. Where's the best place to get bargains on electronics like iPads, computers? Oh, that's a good question. Okay, so Apple rarely discounts stuff, but right now there's back to school. Mm -hmm education pricing, and you don't even have to be a student, you have to be in the educational world for okay, all students yeah. of life, right? Yeah. They, okay. They're sort of on an honor system, I'm just saying, but you know, you should be legit uh, either as a teacher or administrator, and you can get uh, back to school pricing as well as free AirPods for some purchases with MacBooks and iPads. 
Yep. It's it's nebulous what the discount is. Yeah, it's about ten percent, and then you which get is a 20%. lot. And I agree on a, on a Mac, I'll take it. That's a lot of money. Let me ask you this question because I'm reading all of these debates online about when you should get your kids a credit card to establish their credit. Oh boy, is that a thing that parents should be doing? I need one first. Yeah, right. Mm. So that is exactly my point. Are you responsible with a credit card? No. Like, be honest. Before you even think about getting your kid a credit card, they are watching your habits. So you have to make sure you have it together like before giving them plastic. If you're not responsible with plastic, I'm sorry. You have to get your own budget together and you can start teaching kids little lessons through allowance, how debt works. If they want to borrow money, you can charge them interest and mm -hmm. things like that. Because they don't teach this stuff in school. Let me ask you this it's question. You. Yes. If you're a mom or a dad at home and you have five kids in school, when is it a good time to ask your boss for a raise? Because I feel oh. like in finance, there's a great time to ask and then there's a terrible time to ask. Absolutely. When there are good earnings out for the company, much better time to ask. When you just lost a client, not such a great time to ask. Mm -hmm. Also, make sure you're putting all of your accolades together because your boss probably has their own stuff to do. They have their own boss. So put together a presentation just like you would for any other client and present it as your own. This is why I deserve a raise. I run my own company. If you're making money for me, then you get a raise. But if you're not showing me that you're making money, this is Ooh. not just a charity. Yes. Oh my gosh, yes. Now back to school shopping, like we're all in it right now. But everyone has back to school, you know, they new rush. stuff. So do you buy now? Do we wait? Are there sales that are going to be coming up? Do we make our kids well, hold out? Question. What do we do? That's a good one. So all the pens and all the markers and stuff like that, wait until school actually starts because that's when you're going to get the best prices. So send the kids to school with like some pens from the kitchen or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Just for all, a week or so. markers around the house. Yeah. <laughs> and then that's when you get the biggest Specifically deals. pens and markers. What all of the sort of the binders and notebooks and stuff like that for clothes, Target Mondays is the day for Target for kids' clothes. What? This is when you Bye. get clearance. Yeah, right? <laughs> okay. like, we just lost Tori. She is on her way <laughs> to Target right now. Thank you so much, Nicole. You, you are always a dream. Your podcast, where can people find it? Money Rehab on iHeartRadio every day. You guys, Stay check sure. it out. Amazing. This woman is amazing. And after the break, Michaela J. Rodriguez is joining us to talk about her history-making Emmy nomination and what's next for her after Pose. You don't want to go anywhere. I'm done running from myself, my destiny. I'm not running no more. Who's with me? I am with her. She is an <laughs> Emmy nominee making history and new music. Please welcome pole star Michaela J. Rodriguez, everybody! <laughs> Look, you made Emmy's history mm -hmm. by becoming the first transgender nominee in the Best Actress category. I have to know, who was the first person you called and said, I told your ass I was going <laughs> to make it? So, I... <laughs> I literally, I was in, I was in the south of France at the time because I was uh, doing the Cannes Festival, and um, I had like taken two weeks off because there was a lot of emotional stuff going on in my life, and I waited like until ten o'clock in the morning to to hear the the news. My mom was in the kitchen, my grandmother was in the kitchen, my boyfriend was like cooking food for all of us, and 
I just like sat there in front of my iPad because we didn't have great uh, internet connection internet connection because we were all the way up in the mountains. I was just like, oh God, oh God. But um, it was the best moment. And I, I wish I could have called somebody and told them like, I told you so. But I was so scared. I, I didn't even know what was going to happen. So I was just like, okay. I just that is unbelievable. What, I mean, I have to ask, obviously, what does this mean for you and the transgender community, obviously? It means a lot. I mean, you know, I, I, this is like my main thing that I say. Like, it, it finally opens the door to, for people seeing how we exist in the world and not like these caricatures or these these um, ideal, like, images that people see of us. This gives a broader scheme of who we are as human beings. And it, it shows us that we're human more than anything, you mm -hmm. know? It's so crazy Absolutely. because you go on a show and there's normally one, maybe two people who kind of bounce off and, and, who, get break to, out. and who break out. Totally. Pose, you guys have Billy, Angelica, you, Haley. There's so many, Jeremy Pope. There's just so many people that are finding success in Hollywood. What Ooh. do you credit that to? You know, I credit that to one our diligence, we all collectively make sure we work together as a team. And also, like, I've known a lot of them before even posing. All of them were just hard workers, striving, really, like, pride-driven actors who just wanted to make a change. And I think that's one of the reasons why we collectively came together and really turned this show out together. It really, by the way, it was a turn. It was so good. And this is, we are so devastated because it ended only after three seasons, which first of all, not enough. But did you feel like you got everything you wanted for Blanca? Is that what how you wanted things to end for her? Yes, I, I felt like Blanca got everything that she deserved. I feel like the, the best things that she could have gotten is seeing her kids succeed is having a really lasting, sustaining relationship. A lot of people don't get to see that with women like us, you know? So it's just a, a gamut of things that I feel like people needed, but also Blanca needed as well. You know, she worked hard for the fruits of her labor and now she gets to see her fruits just like constantly grow. Oh my God, I have like chills. I have chills. I have I'm, chills. Like, I'm dying. And I have to, you know, I have to ask you this question. Um, you are now about to make history and there's going to be a designer that is going to make history dressing the first ever transgender nominee in the best actress category. How and who are you going to choose? Mm. Ooh, and can you tell us? Well, I've chosen already and I'm really happy with the choice that I've chosen. I can't really say anything right now because I want this to kind of be a bit of a surprise, but it's possibly going to be like ice blue or maybe gold because, you know, I got to channel some kind of uh -huh, energy, you know, uh -huh. you know. <laughs> so um, I'm, I'm trying to like figure out which one I want to choose, but it's a really sick designer, and I'm so happy I'm like partnering with her. I'm just gonna say her. Ooh, uh, okay. oh, we love now it. it's gonna drive me crazy. Oh my god. Okay, so you're also partnering with Absolute for their limited edition apparel collection. You got to tell us about that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I partnered with Absolute because I mean it's one they're a great company obviously i love to get my cute little drink one i only do like two you know because I'm, I'm i'm lightweight but also <laughs> i mean i thought it was a great time to obviously partner with them because a lot of people are getting out it's different how people are getting out and connecting and conversing and why not do a campaign that promotes having fun while drinking but also drinking responsibly and also knowing your barriers knowing your boundaries and mm -hmm. knowing the limits of how you should drink and also knowing the limits of being close to someone if they respect it or if they don't so that's one of the main things and also 
they're partnering up with Glad as well for the donation. So it's just a collective of things, which is like good. I'm all about good. I'm all about changing the world. So this is a piece of changing the world. And I'm glad that I can lend my hand to them and we can share in this. Okay. Okay. So whenever you win that win that Emmy, yes. you have to come in this studio Whoa. with old girl, with the dress, with the statue, and we're gonna do a segment. Just like holding it up, like just like for a whole hour, <laughs> for a, a whole hour. <laughs> I got you a whole hour. I'm just gonna sit there, just have it right in my hand, and I'm just gonna be like, "There you go, you guys." Michaela J, <laughs> history making actress, songstress. Thank you so much thank for being so, here. So we much. love you. Thank you, y'all. I appreciate it. Thank oh you. my God, we'll be right back with more daily pop. You don't want to miss it. I have a question for you. Could a Netflix deal bring the royal family back together? Crazier things have happened. Uh-huh. A source told Us Weekly that Meghan and Kate are talking about working together on a Netflix documentary, and the two of them are vibing really well. Tori, can a reality show bring a family back together? Uh, yeah. Anything can happen on TV when the cameras are rolling. Right? I think, I think it should be scripted, though. Like, why a documentary? Like, <laughs> I think it's, I, you know what, royal family, it's like baby steps in. She's never done TV before. Right. It's like baby steps in. Let's like go and gush about her charities. I think this is Megan's way of an olive branch. So it's Ooh. all, it's, it's unscripted. Yes. Uh, so any, yeah, it's going to be nice, nice. Do you actually think this is a possibility? I think that it's a big possibility. Yeah. I think that. You do too? Mm -hmm. I do. Because of damage control? I think this is a big possibility because you have a friend, you ever have a friend who always wants to be a part of the decision making process? Right. Or like always has to feel like they are in control. I think the royal family felt like they lost a, a bit of control. A friend or a family member, a family, yeah. Yeah, yeah. A family member course. too. I mean, that it's not in control. I think Megan is letting Kate get back in control. Like, oh, I'm gonna bring you in on this Netflix deal. It's about your charities. You can produce it. It's about the way you wanna present it. But yeah, I mean, but I also just think that that interview was just so explosive and just said so much that, like, that's a real riff no matter what. And I just can't imagine them... Money yeah. can, people, people have done crazier things for money. I just don't know. I also don't know if Kate would be into it. I mean, listen, do I think that they're probably, like, working towards being, like, amicable? But I don't think they speak often. I don't know. I guess do anything's Kate, possible. Is Kate the decision maker, though? Or no, but I... Is she's there a, a higher-up that's like, hey... I think she's You probably, guys gotta do this. Exactly. Yeah, maybe. I'm so turned around. I don't even know. Well, keep turning around because we gotta go. <laughs> that's it for today. Don't miss tomorrow's show because Tori Spelling will be back. Woo! We have Nicole Kim and Melissa McCarthy, Regina King, Aquafina. Damn. Damn, we got a week, y'all. And we're going to be making healthy lunches for your kids on the show. Have a great day and be sure to check out Nightly Pop tonight at 11 o'clock and check out my Instagram. I put up a new post and it's cute. Bye, y'all. You are cute.